Blog Talk Radio. color 
Sandy is a medium, and you can contact her via her website, www.sandyangham.co.uk, to book any of her services. So, um, and we have Winterbrook the Busy Bee, who's going to tell you the next coming event she has coming. Yes. Um, well, I'll be at Meet the Psychics tomorrow night at the Eyes of Learning. And then next week, I'm going to be at the Long Beach Public Library on Thursday, April 27th, and I'm going to leave our dear Rose alone. So everyone tune in. Uh, keep her busy since I won't be here. <laughs> and, and a few days after that, on Tuesday, May 2nd, I'll be at the Great Neck Public Library. Yay. And now you and Sandra are going to be at the Eyes of Learning, right, in May? Yes, we are the May program. I am super, super excited for that. Okay, so it'll throw be that May out there. When is, where is it? What time is it? Sure. Friday, May 19th from 8 to 10.15, um, we're going to be at the Eyes of Learning, which uh, holds its monthly program at Levittown Hall, Levittown Parkway, Hicksville, New York. And what Sandy and I are going to be doing, Sandy's going to introduce what spirit art is and speak a little bit about her journey, because uh, everyone will be really interested since it's her first trip here to Long Island. And then she and I are going to do a joint demonstration of mediumship and spirit art. She will go into full trance on the side of the stage with Leo. And while she's in trance, I'm going to be bringing through communicators from spirit. And as I bring through a communicator, um, Sandy will be drawing their portrait. Well, actually, Leo, well, she'll explain the process. But she's in trance. The portrait's getting drawn. And... Um, it's, she'll do it on a, on a uh, projector so everyone will be able to see it. And whoever the, the recipient of the message will get to take a portrait of their loved one and the message home. So it will be a beautiful evening. Okay, great. So um, as they say, without further ado, I'm going to bring on Sandy. Okay, come on. There we go. Sandy, Welcome. Thank you very much. Good evening. Good I've just evening. been listening. I've just been listening to Winterbrook, and um, I hope she's got a sense of humour, because Leo certainly does, and he'll be uh, writing various bits and pieces around the portrait, mostly uh, relevant to the person who's getting it and who Winterbrook is talking to. But he does like a little bit of fun with the medium as well. So he may well write something in relation to what she's saying. So I hope she's got a good sense of humor. If it's coming from Leo, it's fine. I like Leo. <laughs> well, I watched one of your shows last night, Sandy, and I watched you put the comments and the remarks around the, around the drawing of the person. I was hysterical. Because I knew that was coming from Leo, and yeah, he's got a great sense of humor. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he really does. He he has the audience absolutely in stitches laughing. Mm. I That's like great. You know, Sandy, so it's cool, and they'll like that at the eyes of learning. I know the audiences that show up; they will really appreciate that. Hmm. Very entertaining, as well as being uh, very emotional, of course. And Leo is an expert at, you know, bringing out the person and the character of just in what he's writing around the face. But, you know, and things will get very emotional and tearful for a moment there. And, and then in the next moment, Leo has everybody laughing. So it is in entertainment, entertaining. And it's entertaining for everyone because they're able to just sit and watch what's happening, you know, as opposed to just with a medium where the audience is thinking, well, this is amazing. Move on. It might be my turn next. With <laughs> <laughs> um, right. the art, they have something to uh, entertain them. And, and, of course, everybody's interactive, as is Leo as Winterbrook will find out. And by the way... 
Hey, 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 I, did, should we share with the audience what led me to ask you to get together when I came to London and to come here? Oh, yeah. I'm sitting at my kitchen table one day during lunch. I come home for lunch whenever I can to see my pups, and all of a sudden, Leo shows up. And um, I had already Facebook. We were Facebook friends. We weren't really talking to each other. It was just, you know, when you start being a Facebook friend. And he shows up, and we just kind of connected, and he was like, invite Sandy to the U.S. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I went on Facebook, and then we started chatting over Facebook. I think we had a little bit of a clash of opinion on something. And then I said, oh, you want to come over? <laughs> So there you go. See, he went running over across the pond to see me without you even knowing. Ha! He does that. Yes. What I think is hysterical. It is. I think it's really funny. Uh, Yesterday, after all of our technical issues and uh, trying to help each other out, figure out what's going on with this, I'm thinking (laughs) of the Mercury retrograde. And uh, I know you're a Gemini, Winterbrook, right? Oh, yes. And I went to check out Sandy's birthday. <laughs> Sandy's November I'm, 25, right, Sandy? Yeah, yeah. I think she was so Sagittarian. You're yeah, a Sagittarian. Okay. And I, I think I, it, I, I couldn't stop laughing when I realized this. Winterbrook is my rising sign. And you, Cindy, are my moon sign. My sun sign is a Libra. Ah, so my dear Rose. I, I thought it's funny very... how the three of us were all bubbled in that craziness yesterday, trying to get everything to be okay for your guest spot tonight. <laughs> we succeeded. <laughs> yeah, but the bottom yeah, line is we succeeded. Actually, I can't take any credit. i got to be honest. You handled that one on your own, thankfully, because I had to cook dinner and take my daughter to college night. So the two of you managed, and I think Mike stepped in. That's Sandy's husband. And I just want to mention, Rose, I'm also a Sagittarian moon. We were a perfect trio, duo. This is the perfect team. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, what I want to get into is what? Go ahead, hon. I said, I do hope I get to meet you when I come over there. Oh, she's going to try. Well, yeah, you are going to definitely on May 18th. Yes. (laughs) She's one one of the folks that was lucky enough to get a time slot because we do have a wait list uh, to get a private uh, session with you. Oh, I see. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Now, that will be interesting. (laughs) Because I think. I pick up from people's voices, and uh, I picked up quite a bit during our little sojourn last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. My mom was around. She's always around, That's but anyway. That's exactly right. She was uh, trying to talk. Sandy, to... I would love it if you could tell our listeners um, how you got started with this. When did you know you had this okay. ability? When did you know... Spirit was speaking to you. When did Leo pop into your life, or was he always with you? Okay, this is easy. Stand by, make yourself comfortable. For a start, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have been a medium for every day of my life, and that's uh, 70 years. And Leo, I've known throughout that time, but as a child, he showed himself to me without a beard. And as a child, I accepted him as just one of my friends. Um, he was always, always there, as spirit always have been. I don't shut them out ever. I'm always open to chat with them whenever they want to chat. They completely respect my time and don't interrupt me when they shouldn't. However... Stroll on now to 60 years old, 10 years ago, and I'm trying to watch Coronation Street. You know Coronation Street in your country? No, no, not that show. No, we, I don't think okay. we get it. Okay, it's a soap. I used to watch one when I had a life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go and 
sit down um, ready to watch my program and I would always take with me my post. And in my room, I had a large ivory leather corner suite and I would sit in the corner with my post to be done on my left and the recycling pile then put on my right and the outgoing mail. So I sit down to watch my program and see to my mail. And the end signature tune came up. And don't ever play it because I still cannot stay here when I hear that signature tune. Um, so I, I sat there and the end of the program came up. And I said to my husband, what just happened there? Where did he go? What was that about? And this went on for ages. I thought I was getting concerned that I was losing my mind. However, what had happened was I was dropping into a trance state. And I had got no clue at all that I was doing it. And whilst in that state, my hands were, instead of dealing with the mail, writing on the backs of envelopes until receipts, and not writing, drawing. So there would be like um, an eye on one, a nose on another, a mouth, etc., etc., an ear. They just would appear on these little bits of paper and it was some weeks before I um, got up in the middle of the program to leave the room which I would not normally do and as I'm rounding the bottom end of the sofa I put down whatever was in my hands and something moved this caused me to shoot down with my eyes to see what had moved thinking I'd knocked something off but there, looking up at me, were a perfectly set of drawn human eyes. And to say I was shocked would be an understatement. And I turned to my husband and said, What? what, what where? Have, have you done? Have, what? <laughs> you know, and he said, You've been doing it for weeks. <laughs> and so, having been a medium all my life, I knew it wasn't me because I can't draw, and I still can't. And um, I knew it had to be spirit, so I had never heard of spirit art. In fact, I hadn't heard of much at all, to be honest. Um, so I lived in my own little world, getting on with what I got on with. However, I knew it was them, so next morning, I had an early hairdresser's appointment. And whilst I was... oh. On the way there, I, I stopped to buy a sketch pad and pencil, thinking I will hover over the pad and say, okay, do your best. Um, to prove to myself it was them. So what actually happened was I got to the hairdressers. I was sat um, waiting for the color that I used to have develop, and I must have dropped into my trance state because my hand was flying over the paper, as it does. And the hairdresser came over to see what I was up to. And the first I knew about it was her staggering backwards with her hand over her mouth and gasping loudly. <laughs> and, of course, that snapped me back into the room. But I had finished what I was doing, and apparently it was her recently departed grandfather that I'd drawn. So there I thought, ah, that's what I'm doing. And that's how I found out. Next, after a short while, I began to wonder who was doing that, because I knew it wasn't me. And so I started asking, who are you? No response. Who are you? No response. And then this went on for a week or two, and then eventually I saw a face, because I am clairvoyant. And I saw this face coming towards me and passing diagonally across my vision so that I got a really good look at this rather strange, very bearded, long-haired chap. And I said, well, thank you very much. I still don't know who you are because my knowledge of art was nil. And um, I was talking to my daughter sometime later, 
And we were talking about the different methods that mediums use. And we touched upon the tarot cards. I've never used one. I wouldn't know how to. And this is what we were discussing. So I said I would get a pack and we would have a look at the book that was inevitably going to be inside. I went down to the bookshop and high on the shelf was the spine of a box. And it showed a piece of very old artwork in my term at that time. So I thought, hmm, that looks intelligent, that will do. My daughter's an academic, unlike her mother. So uh, I asked that the pack be gotten down, and he took it down and packed it for me whilst I carried on looking in the shop. And so I sent the pack to my daughter without ever looking at it. And she came up again a few weeks later, and she must have gotten the pack out and put it down on that same coffee table. So, as I walked into the room, the book from the pack was uppermost on the table, and there was my chap looking up at me with his long hair and his long beard. And I sort of stopped breathing for a moment in shock, and approaching it, knowing I was about to find out who he was. And I picked up the book to read his name. And then after my heart started beating again, <laughs> I discovered that it was Leonardo da Vinci. That's so cool. I just, I just called him Leo, and we have lots of fun. And he tells me about everything that's going on in the world. We talk constantly about everything as as uh, Winterbrook found out on one occasion <laughs> didn't you dear so that oh, was yeah. really he goes walking into uh, places <laughs> yeah, absolutely and that was uh, how I found out who he was and within one year less than a year I was out there doing this on stage and traveling the length and breadth of this country, the Caribbean island, um, just everywhere, really. And then I get invited to go to, well, Australia. I've spent six months there. Um, I'm now coming out to the States. And um, when I come back, I've got Norway and Germany and lots of other places, too. So... We have drawn thousands of portraits, and I have a huge stack of photographs that people have sent to me later after I've done a portrait for the Master Show, or by post, indeed, because I can do it off the handwriting using psychometry. And I've just been so, so many wonderful experiences, and... Um, so much laughter. The only thing is, I'm unaware of any of it. So I sort of don't get to enjoy the evening, as everyone else does, until I watch it later on film, because everything I do is recorded onto film. Mm. So there you have the for that, basic. I was going to say, have somebody, you know, go with you so they can film you, so you can see. I have a camera yeah. on my hand. Um, it, I have an overhead camera on my hands, and it's pro- that's what's projected up onto the screen. So recorded on that is what my hands are doing and what the medium is saying. So people can um, obtain a copy if they, if they want to. Hmm. It's very interesting. So funny. So funny at times. Hmm. Now, watching your videos last not only was I blown away, but am I, your drawing was both hands because there was a portrait on the left and a portrait on the right, and both of your hands are drawing away, and is that how you do it? Well, Leo's left-handed, and I'm right, and um, it was funny, really, because I'd been doing all these portraits, you know, and uh, placing them every time. 
then one night I was sat again on that sofa and drawing and my hand kept reaching out my left hand kept reaching out for a pencil and I said to my husband he's after a pencil with my left hand so he gave me one and my left hand then drew a portrait almost as good as the right on that very first occasion and so I thought ah he's wanting to change hands okay no problem and then a short while after that he got a pencil in each hand and I said to my husband he's never going to try doing two at a time but my word he did and does at every show the first one or demonstration depending on, on how you like to call it but the first uh, one of the evening is well well there are two I do two but I only do that one because my eyes do not work like fish eyes so they must be darting from one to the other very quickly although I have been told that very often my eyes are closed so I don't know what he's doing I'm not aware you see so it might be um, it might be the grandmother with the left hand and the grandfather with the right at the same time. Hmm. It's so incredible. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Incredible. Amazing. It is. I'm looking forward to um, showing you all um, what Leo gets up to. He's so so funny. You're going to love it, honestly. You are. And if you watch oh, films, sure. a lot of see, people are going to love this. Like, hmm, absolutely. When I do a private reading, though, or a private session, as you call it, um, I have to check out. I have to remove my conscious thoughts um, while Leo comes in to do that. So I will talk for a little while from the communicators, and then I will stop and draw the portrait and, and then carry on when I come back. I don't actually physically go anywhere. It's just that I mentally go, get out of the way while Leo comes in. I do tell okay. him not to speak to me because he's got a very deep voice. <laughs> Getting out of the way is not so easy, folks. For those of you who are listening, you know, Sandy's talking about this like it's just a walk in the park, but it's actually, uh, well, uh, it's not that easy. You have quite um, an ability or gift, the way you want to describe it. Uh, there's many mediums like myself that were, you know, in development trying to be able to get to where you're at with whatever mediumship we use. So, I just kind of want to point out to the listeners that, you know, as as blasé as you you are about it, this is it's it's quite an extreme ability. So anytime they, if you can even see her YouTube videos, I, uh, Rose has seen them. You're excited about seeing them. I would strongly encourage you. And if you guys are on Long Island, um, come out and see her at the Eyes of Learning. All the events at my office are, are sold out right now. But that one is going to be just pay at the door. And we have people coming in from out of state, actually, Sandy. They're driving four or five hours, getting hotel rooms just to do your workshop at my office. They're really excited that you're coming. They should be excited about the workshop. If you guys on YouTube and you look her up, Sandy Ingham, she has her own channel. So find Sandy on YouTube and then just watch the videos you will be blown away and you'll have a great time watching them <laughs> indeed they are they are pretty amazing and I, I if you can understand this Sandy and me are two different people it, 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 it's Sandy that does that work I'm just Sandra <laughs> if you understand hmm uh, yeah, that's just, uh, the parquet. What she means for anybody that doesn't understand that, um, you know, sh that's when she's in professional mode. That's right. To go into mm. that space. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I get it. But the fact is, right. you do it. Um, a lot of people try. A lot of people can't do it. Period. Boom. 
Um, and a lot of people try to develop it to somewhere near where you have it. It takes years and years and years. So it's just it's an amazing ability that you have, even though you're even just stepping aside so far to let Leo take over. Um, mm. And when I say he's very, very humble um, when she talks about her work. So, but I'm not her, so I'm gonna give her a little bit of praise because <laughs> I always look at it as a, it's a, it's a, uh, a joint um, um, adventure between spirit and the medium, and then of course the sitter it makes it a threesome, kind of like tonight with the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> I think the big part is that Sandy is very fluid and very open, allowing and accepting of, if you want to say, becoming one with spirit in that moment when she's working or, or you know, when it's called for. So um, that makes it all the more easier and, and fluid and natural because too many of us spend time, I, I don't know, you know, how you were brought up or if anybody else in your family had um, abilities as far as uh, psychic ability or mediumship abilities, but... Too many people here have been uh, prevented from flowing with spirit because, oh, no, people think you're crazy or that's not right, don't do that. You know, all these these precautions that really weren't warranted because it was nothing crazy, freaky, odd, strange. But yet uh, many mediums and many psychics have shut down, for some for all, you know, all time, and some for just a period of time, and uh, that's not good. Like you said, it impressed me that, you know, you never shut down. You just welcomed it all coming through, and I think that's great. I think think what we need to remember here, quite frankly, is that spirit comes with the most incredible love energy, and I I, can, I don't need drugs in my life. I don't need drink in my life. I've got spirit. <laughs> and, you know, I get a real heart when they're about. And I adore them. And when I see the effects it has on people to, to see their husbands, wives, sons, daughters, mothers, fathers, etc., to see them watching their family appear on the screen, it's just, it it just releases so much of that raw grief that they're suffering. And that, to me, is worth everything. Everything. Because I deeply, deeply care about people. I always did. From being tiny, I had a huge love of people and animals and birds and trees and everything. It was a problem. <laughs> But it, right. we should all just love. Hmm. Right, exactly. Um, I know with me, I had to put all my 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 abilities and stuff on hold because my mom and everybody was like, no, 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 no. So I did for quite a few years. When I was ten years, I mean, I've been clear audience since I was two, and when. It felt natural to me, but as I got older, at about 10, my mom, uh, no, my friend said, you hear voices, you see things, they'll lock you up. Now, I had had an aunt who was locked up for schizophrenia, but it wasn't schizophrenia. She was psychic. The entire family on my mom's side were all psychic from my grandfather down. And uh, when it came to mediumship, the way I came into that was uh, I was at a friend's house with another friend one night, and we were listening to gypsy music. And I was here one moment, gone the next. It was like somebody clocked me over the head with a two-by-four, and I passed out. And when I woke up, which was really like three hours later, or two hours later, I'm sitting on the floor with a bottle of tequila, and it was half empty. It had been full. I looked at the bottle. I looked at me. I looked at my friend and said, exactly what went on here. <laughs> And um, you were visiting. Yeah, and I, I did that for a number of years, but I was not comfortable with it. 
So I, I don't relinquish my body, my faculties, and everything very easily. So I'm like, this has to stop. And uh, I just went into the, um, you know, the mental mediumship. When I'm doing a reading, if somebody is a loved one or somebody, a spirit comes in, I feel the spirit come in. I can basically kind of see them, but no longer having them use my body. And that's okay with me. Okay. Well, I I delight in it because um, it, it it takes about thirty seconds for me to get out of the way and let Leo in. But as I said, it's that tremendous love energy that you feel. That I oh gosh, I would do it all day every day just to feel that love. love it's it. just fun. and you know you talk about people thinking that you're mad because you hear spirits and. Think about me. Think about what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I draw yeah. dead people. I have a friend who I literally used to say his body was a Grand Central Station for spirit. Because one would come, hey. he'd give the message, whatever they had to give, they'd leave. Another one would come right behind them. And this guy was in and out and in and out. It was amazing to watch. But yeah. I guess it's the mindset. If you're free and you enjoy it and you love it and you're happy with it, it's a good thing. I wasn't too much, though. Oh, I have great separate. Yeah, I do, too. Mm. That's where uh, Sandy and I are more in line, and you and I are an opposite. I I am striving to, or just trying to surrender fully. I'd like to get to the level that uh, Sandy does in trance. And I sit in a little box, kind of like a coffin, an upright coffin. And I like it. Try explaining (laughs) that to your new date. What they're missing, darling. <laughs> Pardon? They don't know what they're missing. Oh, yes. People that oh, don't. Yes. Oh, it's fabulous. Mm. Now, I'm I very have a people who are involved in spiritual uh, activities and things because somebody just, you know, oh, I don't even want to say it, but what other people would call a quote normal person, we're all normal, but, you know. Uh, they would find that kind of crazy. But it's a good thing that more and more people are getting out there and showing the world, no, we're not crazy. We're, you know, we're special. No, it's normal. (laughs) It's very normal. I mean, when you look at it, brass tacks, look at it, we are energy. Every single living thing on this planet has an electromagnetic field. We are energy first. And you can't destroy energy. If the body dies, the energy cannot because you can't destroy energy. It just takes on another form. That is basic physics, isn't it? So when you think about it from that aspect, what we're doing is not so far off the wall, is it? Mm. That actually is the reverse. It's the reverse because I I always tell people who have lost a loved one, and and a lot of times they can't deal with it or they don't want to hear it because they're still in that space where it's not natural, it doesn't make sense. And I'll say to them, look, that loved one of yours is still around, will always be with you because their energy, and exactly as I just said, energy can never die. You're looking at a physical body or you're looking at a vase that, that is here, if the vase drops and breaks, whatever was in it doesn't break or doesn't, you know, go away. So, you know, it's true, we're all energy. That's right. So it's not so strange, is it? No, like it's I said, it's normal. actually reverse. Thinking that it is strange is strange, but thinking that it's perfectly normal is the way it should be. I think more and more people, yes, absolutely. I think more and more people are looking at this now and finding it normal. After all, you know, if we, we are proving what we say to be true. I mean, we, I get skeptics into shows and I love it when they come. (laughs) Make yourself comfortable and stand by, (laughs) you know, because I know they won't go out skeptical. I mean, it's a bit a bit difficult to argue with a picture of your mom, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. 
So I have a question, Sandy. <clears throat> I had, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we can't share it with our radio audience because we're audio only, but we have a picture that you had sent us of you working that somebody took. And there's a, wow. your mom's face is in the plant, and then you have Liev, like his silhouette coming, uh, located around your chin and your mouth. So I was curious, is was that uh, image formed with ectoplasm coming out of your mouth? Because you were in that deep well, trance state. It's a case of you tell me. I've no idea. <laughs> it's, um, that, those photographs were a series taken by one of my students at a workshop. I didn't even know she was taking them. But she was taking photos. And as I looked at them, each one, I saw that my face had elongated in the first one. In the second one, my chin had disappeared. In the third one, I had a full lower beard uh, transfigured over my face. And then if you look at the hand that's drawing, it definitely isn't mine. So Leo, Leo was in at that time. And somehow the camera picked him up, transfigured over my face and hands. Um, that's lots of things like that happen. Okay, so on the other photos or other photos that you've had, because I just have the one that you'd sent me, and I was just amazed by it, because actually if you look at what you're saying looks like a beard, it actually looks like the silhouette of a man's face, at least the way I was <laughs> perceiving it. Um, mm. And it was right by your mouth and covering over your chin. So I wasn't, I mean, I know ectoplasm has to be in the dark and all that good stuff, but, um, I mean, it looked uh, dark and uh like it looked like it was a gaseous material. It was, you know, more so than like an orb. It looked different. So I was just curious if there's any connection that way. I I really don't know how he's done it. Um, I have asked him, how did you do that, you know? And he just laughs and says it's a secret. <laughs> He'll tell me one day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I'll throw that out to him. Maybe he'll explain it when you're here. I just was fascinated by it. I was thrilled that you sent me that picture. Thank you. Mm. Well, it's funny. I'm touched. Mm. I used to be afraid of seeing spirit because I could be talking to you and you're sitting in a chair, and all of a sudden, with no warning, bam, there was a person sitting next to you. That person Mm. was in spirit, but they came through Mm. so strong that's exactly the way it was. It used to freak me out all the time. So I had a talk with Spirit and said, you guys can't keep doing this. You're, you're freaking me out with this. So because mm. bottom line is, I'm a big chicken. But um, so they stopped doing it, and then I noticed in the middle of a reading one time, I was talking to this girl about her grandfather. Behind her shoulder, I saw colors waving like a hologram. And that caught my attention right. while I was talking to her. And as I watched the hologram, little by little, I started to see the image of her grandfather come through. But it was very, you know, it was very slow. And I, you know, his nose was very prominent. I started describing his nose, and then the rest of the facial features they allowed me to see. And she's like, "Yeah, that's him." So I'm like, "Thank you, guys." Because now that's the way they allow me to see spirit and they bring spirit through. It's like a photograph. Remember the old Polaroid cameras where you would see little pieces, photographs you took? Ever so slowly, but little by little, the image gets clearer and clearer and clearer. So I'm not going to profess to know how spirit works, but I think it could be part of that. Like maybe Leo was projecting part of himself over Sandy's face. And it came out in the photograph. Huh. Absolutely. And as you say, Mother was in the plant. Uh, mother's face there also, just by just by me in the plant. I thought that was amazing. I was really pleased. But yes, I, I know what you're talking about when it comes to spirits showing themselves. Um, I tell them, don't you ever do that to me. If you're going to show yourself, <laughs> you let me know first. <laughs> yeah, see, they used to do that to me all the time, and I'd be like, oh, "Not good." We have a caller. 
overwhelmed. Okay, let's see who we have on the line. You're on the line with Rose Winterbrook and Sandy Ingham. Who are we all speaking with? Hi, you're speaking to Trish. How are you? Hi, Trish. Very good, Trish. How are you? Thanks for calling. I've never heard of your show. Is this new? No, we've been doing this since September 2016. Well, then I just am clearly out of touch. Well, thank well, how did you find us? Well, I saw you on Blog Talk, but I don't remember ever seeing the show before. Oh, no, we've been here. <laughs> okay. I post all over the social media every week. I post on uh, Facebook. I post on Twitter. I post on LinkedIn a lot, and as of late, Instagram. Wow. Well, um, I was calling. Anyway, what can we do for you? I I read your profile, and I was hoping I could get a reading. Okay, do you have a question? We usually take one question over the air, and we'd love to help you. Um, I have uh, an administrative hearing next week, and I was wondering if you could give me some insight about how it might play out. Uh, Rose, you want me to take it, or do you want to take it? You can take it. Go ahead. Okay. Um, You're going to need to be prepared. You can't go off the hip. Do you understand that? I do. Um, I I have an attorney, and we're we're, we're okay. It's very important. In fact, um, I feel that uh, you should kind of maybe write an outline to yourself, almost like you're prepping for a test. Because you're going to get you get a little nervous if they ask questions, yeah. Uh, no, actually, I'm I'm really good on my feet. I I do it for work. Okay, because well, I'm getting the opposite. I just feel like the spirit saying write it out a little bit, um, so that you have it within. You know, you're not going off the hip. Not that you're going to read it, but just kind of go over the um, the events and the timing and, and the facts. So that if you get okay. a question, you know, off sideways, it's, it, you're not flustered by it. Um, keep your answers short is what I'm hearing. Okay. All right. Um, as far as the outcome, I'm getting – I have a symbol. It's a traffic light. And, uh, you know, red means there's a, don't do it. Yellow is warning. We're missing some information. And green is go ahead. I'm getting yellow on this. Is there some part of your file or your presentation that um, maybe is there a doctor's note? Is it an administrative hearing with uh, with medical? No, no. Just want to um, confirm the yellow. Yeah. Because um, I feel like is there something, like, did you need, like, a letter from somebody else in the file. No, I mean the file's pretty extensive. All right, so I'm just uh for some reason I feel like there's something missing in the file from like a letter from from uh, an expert or a doc. Yeah, I wanted to say like a doctor if it was like a medical administrative hearing, but um that's why I feel like, you know, there's something missing. Go over everything. That seems to be the gist of Spirit's guidance for you on this. Okay. Well, that and then sense. I feel but, you know, too, if you catch it, you'll be fine. That as of now, it looks very positive. However, it's very difficult to make a call, a, a definite call, on the way anything that's like a case or this, which way it's going to go, yay or nay, because... The decision is yet to be made. However, the energy around the situation looks positive. Well, that's good news. Yeah, it's a matter of being prepared. That's what I came at, started with, and then I feel like that, you know, so maybe it's uh, something is not brought up front in the file. You need to go through it again and make sure you have all your ducks in a row, and you should be fine. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to give me that insight. Oh, my pleasure. And um, before we let you go, would you understand a grandmother from spirit? I would. Um, Because I have a a grandmother stepping forward, 
And um, I want to say this is your dad's mom. Um, and I feel like she's going to be with you at the hearing. I want to put her around five foot two to five foot four when she was here. I um, I never met her. She passed, so I don't okay. know. Okay. But did did Dad ever talk about her? Or did you see photos? Yeah, you know, I did see photos, but she was uh, was never. It was hard to tell the height from the photo. Okay, so I can get some more information. She was um, a, a, I would say like oh, stop that. She was <laughs> yeah, Sandy Lewis button in. Um, I would put her like a size ten to size twelve dress. She wasn't thin, thin, but she wasn't like obese. That sounds that right. Bill? Okay. Uh, yeah, because I have Sandy's guide in the background telling me her weight in stones, because they use something called stones over in England. Uh, mm-hmm. We use pounds. So, um, and I, I feel that she was of a quiet dis- dis- demeanor, if, if your dad ever talked about her. Uh, but she was very strong. Um, you could kind of turn to her and seek comfort from her, even though she was kind of quiet and, and didn't make herself... Um, like she wouldn't go in arguing something, okay? But she's going to be with you at the hearing, and I feel like she's going to steady you is what she's telling me. Oh, that's interesting. All right. And I feel like she's telling me she's one of your number one supporters. Do you have a picture of your grandmother? You know, um, I have, I do have a picture. I just haven't seen it in quite some time. All right, because I feel like she would like you to put a picture of her in a little frame somewhere and um, gaze gaze at that picture to make a connection. You're sensitive. You can sense the change in, in, in energy. You sense you have that good intuition. Oh, if somebody is not, you know, a good person, am I correct? Yeah, I, I think so, although I have a yeah. hard time convincing my boss. Okay, well, don't worry about him. But you know it for for yourself, and you do. So what Grandma wants you to do is get one of those pictures. I'll wrap it up, Rose. I'm sorry. And then um, gaze when you're quiet. She wants to connect with you energetically. It's gonna You're going to enjoy that experience, so I encourage you to do so. And I send you lots of blessings and love from the world of spirit. Thank you so much. My pleasure, dear. Good luck. Thanks for calling, Trish. Have a great weekend. Okay. So, Sandy, that must have been one of the, um, uh, while I was trying to do the the little mini reading for Trish, I had Leo in the background telling me how many stones the woman weighed. (laughs) Yeah, she would do. (laughs) (laughs) So he's starting already. So that was great. Um, I like that. Thank you. No, very good. <laughs> well, you know what happened to me? I, I actually, I, I went up to give a message when I was in England, and um, I do as I normally do. I give height. I don't know. Sometimes people give weight, hair color. I give height. And I started to give the height, and everybody looked at me like I had two heads because, you know, we have five foot six, and you guys all use meters and centimeters and stuff like that. And they had no clue. And I stood there, I was like, oh, right. So um, that was pretty funny because then he was giving me stones tonight, and we don't use that here. We use pounds. <laughs> oh wow! I don't know if it's five. Is it five pounds to one stone, or I used to know. <laughs> Twelve. Sixteen ounces to one pound. Mm-hmm. Fourteen pounds to one stone. Oh, fourteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because. Somebody, I round things off. Somebody once, not too long ago, said they had lost uh, 45, what was it? I think 15 stone would be 45 pounds thereabouts. No, that that would, no, 14 pounds is a stone. Mm. No, but like I said, I round out. It's easier for me. I'm not a math genius. So if it's 14 pounds a stone, if somebody had lost, Five pounds, that would be 45 stone or 14 times five, right? I think we need to get off math. <laughs> <'Cause I'm not. laughs> 
one in the morning for Sandy. We want to do mathematics. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, Sandy, I think you're right because um, we're nearing the hour. Yeah. We've got six yeah. minutes left. Mm-hmm. So we got six minutes to, you know, discuss anything else or Sandy, if there's any other anecdote or story you'd like to give in the six minutes we have, we'd love it. Oh. Okay. Um oh golly, there are so many. I'll tell you about a few little incidents that have happened on the pictures, shall I? Um, because when Leo draws, when Leo draws a portrait, he'll draw these little bits of symbols and you know things around the picture. And on one occasion, before the show started, um, I was asked by Spirit to mention the tent, and I just say, "Oh, okay, no problem." So I go into the show before the audience arrives, and I said to my medium. Um, oh, I have to mention the tent, so watch for that coming up. So um, there was a young lady in the audience, and she'd very recently lost her husband, and I drew him. And um, sure enough, there comes the little drawing of a tent in the corner. And my medium then said, ah, yes, Sandy mentioned this. Um, are you understanding what this tent thing means? And she said, oh. Gosh, yes, we were expeditionaries, and I've now got 27 tents to sell. So, you know, little things like that come out, um, which are always fun. Oh, another occasion, which had the audience in stitches. Um, my, the medium said of the picture, again, a young woman, and her husband had been drawn. And the medium said to the young woman, how close is the image to your husband? And she said, oh, I'll show you. And she stomped up to the front of the stage, turned her back to the audience, and... Did we lose her? No, she's still on. I don't know what happened. Sandy, we can't hear you. We're not going to escape Mercury retrograde technological problems. We're still in the middle of it. But, Sandy, if you can hear us, love, can I type on the thing? I'll ask if she's still there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. She said she typed something. She says, I'm still here. Oh, God. Yeah, because I could see her number. She's still locked in. Thank you, Mercury Retrograde. Thanks, Mercury Retrograde. Love to kick in your butt. <laughs> oh, wait, she's back. You're back, Sandy. I hear you. I hear her giggling. Am I? Yep. You, you there you out. are. We thought we, we, we lost the connection. You're back. There's a man talking. <laughs> yeah, I think I, it's your man, Sandy. I think Leo decided we should end the show now. <laughs> okay, I don't hear um, her again. Oh, gosh. There we I'm go, you're back. Anything. There she is. Oh, gosh, I heard what? you. Well, honey, are you, on, oh. your, are oh, you on your cell? Maybe we're having cell interference, signal interference. Me? No, I'm on my husband's computer. I haven't touched it because I don't like them and I don't touch them. <laughs> I don't. Very retrograde. Yeah. Anyway, try and finish your story. <laughs> nope, she's not. I can't hear her, Rose. I think Leo is trying to say uh, bedtime for Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hear you yeah, whenever you start talking. We hear her laugh. It's like, you know, just enough to know she's still with us. 
anyway, Sandy, I want to say Hi. thank you very much for joining us this evening. And uh, we will, we'd love to, well, we're going to see you, and you're going to be here uh, on the 19th of the Eyes of Learning. I'm sure a lot of people will be there to see what you do and how you do it and all of that. And um, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. And I'm wishing you a good night. Thank you again for being here. And I'm going to keep an eye on, on your YouTube channel. Yeah, thanks, Sandy. We know it was hard for you. To, it was very late over in the U.K., and it was just a joy to speak with you again. Um, thank you both, and thank everyone for tuning in and listening. Good night, everyone. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for speaking the uh,